Hey everyone, and welcome to the God and My Girlfriends podcast, where we talk about how to nurture the most important relationships in our lives, our relationships with God, our friends, and with ourselves. So join us, won't you? Hi friends, Marcia here, and I'm so glad you're here with us today. Um, Our guest is one of my favorite people in the world, the wonderful Miss Mary Sue England. Mary Sue is an award-winning singer, songwriter, author, and multi-instrumentalist. I'm telling you, this girl can play anything she picks up. She has graced the stage of the Grand Ole Opry for more than a dozen years, performing with several different country music artists like Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan. She's also traveled the world as part of their backup bands. And in 2020, she started singing with Grammy Award-winning Christopher Cross as part of his touring band. But Mary Sue is so much more than just a background performer. She has released five full-length albums in her own right, writing or co-writing all of the songs on those projects. Her music is part country, lyrical folk rock, Americana, and I would even say inspirational. Her fifth and most recent album, it's called Joyful Noise and Songs for the Soul. I mean, The title says it all right there. It was released in 2017, and her songs have been featured on CMT, GAC, Fox Television, and WSM Radio. But not only is she a musical artist, but Mary Sue recently wrote her first book. She authored the inspirational book called I Am a Woman, and it's a companion book to a song that she wrote of the same name. I asked her all about that in the interview. You're going to hear all about that here in just a minute. But Mary Sue has become a passionate advocate for women in helping them follow their dreams and find their voice in the world. And I love that about her. That is why when I was thinking about guests for this podcast, Mary Sue was at the very top of my list. I mean, it was just a no-brainer to get her on and have a great conversation with her. And I am so glad that she could just carve out some time to be with us today because she is a busy woman. She currently tours and performs with her band Joyful Noise and also as a solo artist and speaker at inspirational events and healing concerts worldwide. I mean, she is pretty amazing, let me tell you. So y'all grab a cup of coffee or tea or a glass of wine and sit back and get ready for this wonderful, inspiring conversation with my dear friend, Mary Sue England. Hi, Mary Sue. Hi, Marsha. So good to be with you today. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I've been jealous of you last week because I know you just spent the week in Florida. I did with my favorite auntie in the whole wide world. It was heaven on earth. Oh my gosh. I'm dying to go to Florida. Uh, it's going to happen soon. I think. Yes. Yes. You just <laughs> well, get in the car. That's what I did. I just get in the car and drive. Well, I wish we, uh, we aren't using audio uh, video today, but I wish we were because everybody could see you look beautiful and relaxed and rested. Oh, and I love to see my friends you. like that. So good. Thank good, you. Good. Back at hey. you. They would think the same about you if they saw uh, you too. Oh God. <laughs> In my baseball hat and no makeup. So oh cute. My goodness. You don't need it. You're you don't so need sweet. It. So I just got through telling our listeners a little bit about you and all that you do. 
I'm exhausted just talking about all that you do. (laughs) You and I are peas in a pod. You are amazing. So I just got through telling them a little about all the stuff that you do and, and, and we will get to um, diving into some of that here in a minute, but before we do, I've been starting this podcast off with the same question for everyone right at the beginning, just a little icebreaker. So the question is, what is one thing you'd like our listeners to know about you? Hmm. I would have to say that I am a crazy animal lover. <gasps> yeah. And oh, I know I that s- about you. I sleep with a German shepherd on my legs and a kitty cat in my arms, sometimes on my face and my husband's on the other side of the bed. Does he included, he's included as the animal, animal lover. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. It's funny. He's on his side and all the animals are on my side. Like the three of us get one half and he gets the other half. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's right. You've always been an animal lover as long as I've known you we've long we've known each other for a long time really I was thinking when, 20 years that's crazy that's crazy. I know so when did you when did you move to Nashville what year November 98 1998 oh mm-hmm. wow when did you move I moved November of 84 wow crazy yeah that's been crazy a long, a long long time music brought me to Nashville. Is that what brought you to Nashville as well? Absolutely. Yep. I um, come from Minnesota and I had a six piece band that was rocking and rolling up there. And we did, we did it all. We did everything we could do. We had this big sponsorship with uh, Budweiser and the big K one or two was the big country music station up there. And we were on the radio every day um, with interviews and I was booked solid up there, but we knew that we weren't going to grow. Mm. that we had peaked as far as what we could do. I had a goal to, to be as big as Mary Jane Alm, who she was the big deal up there at that time. And we met that and, and at least met it. And so it was time to move and grow. And um, that was hard for me because I'm the baby of the family. I've never been good with change. To, and my, uh, my, he was not my husband yet. He was my guitar player, ah. but we were dating and he said, it's time to move to Nashville. And I remember starting to look for houses like that would house the band and thinking, are we really going to do this? Are we really moving to Nashville? But we did. And in fact, he was the one who wanted this house. Uh, we're on music row, right? in the thick of things. And the realtor that I reached out to her husband was a manager and he was uh I know he was booking Tim McGraw and Joe Diffie at the time. He ended up being my manager for the first several years. Oh, really? So we hit the ball running. It felt very godly. Like this is okay. The path uh, of least resistance is sending us to Nashville. I think this is what we're supposed to do. And it's been the best move, best thing probably I've ever done. That's so awesome. And uh, that's another thing you and I have in common is that we both married our guitar players. You know, it's hard to get a good guitar player. So you better just marry one. Okay. You can get you can get a rhythm section, but you can't just get a guitar, a really good guitar player. And your yours is so handsome <laughs> and he's so so talented. Oh man. Yours is as well. It's fun being, <laughs> you know, it's fun being married to a musician. It's scary sometimes that we're but we're all in the music business, but it 
at least you understand each other, right? When you're speaking those musical terms. Absolutely. I studied uh, classical guitar in college and I remember I was dating somebody else and my guitar, my teacher, guitar player teacher, his name was Chris Cation. He said, it's not going to be a good match. You should really be with a musician. And I thought, I don't want to be with a musician. They won't make any money. (laughs) I know. I remember my mom saying, she goes, ah, you're dating another musician. I was like, mom, that's who I meet. I don't meet doctors right. and lawyers and who I don't know who you want me to marry, but right. Uh, so you moved down here for music. You were playing. I, I told everyone you're a multi-instrumentalist. You, pl- you can play anything you pick up. I'm just so oh, in sweet. awe of your musicianship. At some point though, you started writing songs. When did that, was that before you moved to Nashville or did you really get into writing it, after you moved? Before I moved to Nashville, I was writing songs. Um, and really I started when I was in my mid teens writing just these really sappy, you don't love me anymore songs. <laughs> That's where we all start, right? <laughs> in fact, my first song was called, you don't love me anymore. <laughs> That's great. So uh, moving here and getting connected with the songwriting community was key. The, it's, it's been dreamy. And that's where I met you. That's right. where we became friends. And in fact, uh, my closest friends here are either, well, musicians or songwriters. And it's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's just been wonderful gotten to really grow. In fact, that's a, a that's how I met Tom Shepard writing together. And he's the one who came over one day and said, I want to write a song called I'm a woman. And I know in today's world, that's probably not even laughed at, but it was funny at the time. That so- is funny that Tom, Tom, <laughs> of all your female co-writers, and it was Tom that yes. came up with the idea. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's been a, it's been such a gift watching that song come to life on its own it's it's been pretty wonderful that's awesome so you wrote that song and I'm sure you were just thinking it'll just it'll just be a song but at some point you got the idea to turn it into a book can you tell me how that happened yes yes well first off let me say that um when we started writing the song I didn't know if this one would necessarily just be a song because Tom Shepard was writing these songs that were bringing songwriters or artists' careers back to life. He did Riding with Private Malone and David Ball's career had a complete resurgence. He He wrote Redneck Yacht Club and that was a big deal for Craig Morgan. And at the time I was, uh, well, I was touring with Pam Tillis at the time and I thought I wonder if Pam will cut this song this song is going to this song is going to give a resurgence to some artists this song is going to be a big deal and I don't know why but I just feel like it's going to be a big deal wow but when we finish when we finished the song we realized we really wanted it to be a multi-artist song we wanted it to be a real we are the world type of song and it's actually taken on a couple of uh different lives and it's still growing Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan actually recorded a version of the song. We, we've done a version 
we started a new version where Dolly Parton has come in and sing on the song and woo hoo hoo. She was the first one I really wanted. Oh, so, God. Um, and, and, and Dolly, Cheryl, <laughs> oh, right? On. Right. I got to be in the studio with Dolly Parton. <gasps> oh man. Yes. She's just fabulous. Right. She is fabulous. She'd already been in the studio for a few hours that day. And I showed up and it was 90 degrees out that day. I know she'd been inside, but I came in and I felt already road worn from being in the heat and she looked perfect. She looked like she just came out of, out of the green room or out of, you know, out of the dressing room with somebody just doing her hair and makeup. She was perfect and sang like a bird. I just, it was, it was such a awesome experience. Wow. And I'm just going to call out Cheryl Crow right now because she said that she would sing on the song if Dolly did. So we're trying to make that happen. Oh with my God. Her as well. So, you're... so she hears this, she knows she's supposed to okay. help us out with this. Yeah. Hey, Miss Crow. Let's hello. Let's, let's go. Let's get this to get it together. I am beauty. I am grace And I'm not just another pretty face I'm an actress And I am real Sheer perfection Teetering on stiletto heels I am bold I am shy truth I'm a little white lie intuition a contradiction I am a woman that was just a little clip of the song I am a woman by Mary Sue England our guest today it's a beautiful empowering song that actually made me weep the first time I heard it I still get weepy when I hear it with Mother's Day and graduations coming up, I can't think of a better present to give to a woman who you want to encourage and empower than this inspiring book and song. To download the song, or even better, to get the book, which includes a free download of the song, go to www.marysueengland.com and you can get it all there. You can also find links in our show notes from today. So don't wait grab your copies now. You will be so glad you did. And now back to the conversation. Off of the book for just a minute, ever since I've known you, you've had a passion for advocating for women in general. Where did that stem from in your life? I would say from my relationship with my mother Mm. And watching, my mom was pretty repressed when I was growing up. My dad, well, it was just the time too. When my mom grew up, you could be a nurse or a teacher. Yeah. And in fact, I just found out that she was offered a scholarship to the College of St. Catherine in Minnesota, which is an awesome college. She turned it down to get married and have babies. And her career didn't start flourishing until she was, she opened her book publishing company Uh, when she was 50. Wow. And she took off and just, I I watched my dad. He was fantastic. I love my dad. He's an artist. And, 
but he didn't want my mom wearing makeup and he didn't want her. My mom was so beautiful. She didn't need it. So, uh, but he just uh, a little bit jealous, a little bit insecure. So I felt my mom really kind of being in the shadows and to watch her flourish as a book publisher. Mm. She really flourished. She won Emmys because she did documentaries based on her books and she, she just turned into this superstar and it just sparked something in me to want to advocate for women and support them. Oh, I love that story. And, you know, I think what you just said a minute ago about when you were talking about your, your dad, and I mean, that was kind of the sign of the times too. And yes, probably in those years is when, women's rights really started coming out and women started saying, I want to have my own dreams too. And yes. it was threatening for a lot of men. I mean, I, I don't think your father was unique in that way. And so, right. in, so that threatening from what I've heard of stories, you know, it's like, they feel a little, they're worried. Oh, my wife wants her own dreams. Well, what if she, what if her own dreams mean she leaves me? So they overcompensate kind of, and try to control them a little bit because they're afraid of losing yes. them. I, I, it's a very common story I've heard, especially for people of that generation, when the women started going, wait a minute, I can do this, you know? And yes, I mean, I still see it sometimes now in certain um, societies where women still feel like they don't have the right to have their own dreams. And I, I just I hate that. I hate to, that, you know, I really want to, break down that mold because women were created with their own passions and their own dreams and they have the right to do things and I love that your mom was 50 and she still oh yeah did went for it I mean too many women I think are saying I'm too old to start something new or I'm you know right. but then you look at like Julia Childs she wasn't Julia Childs until she was like in her 40s right exactly did you know she's in the new book she is. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, that's the thing. You have so many amazing women. I, I think you've, I think I read, you've got over 50 women that you showcase in this book. How did yes. you decide he was going to be featured in the book? It was, it was so fun, Marsha. It was like putting together a puzzle or writing a song. And uh, I, you asked me well, how this became a book and I'll just backtrack just for a yeah. moment. My mother, my mother is a book publisher and she also gave me the opportunity. I studied graphic design in college. She gave me the opportunity to start learning graphic design from her star graphic designer. And I ended up taking over as a senior graphic designer for her book company. Wow! And I learned all the ins and outs, how to make books from start to finish. So it, to me, it seemed automatic that this would be a book she'd also given me a copy of the book uh, I hope you dance based on the song I hope you dance and I remembered that and this just automatically seemed like it should be a book every lyric of the song does match up to a woman and the first one I thought of was little black dress that should be Venus Williams in a tennis dress it, it shouldn't just be the most automatic thing you would think in little black dress right so it was fun pairing up, matching up and the, the lyrics to the, to the women in this book. I, I just, I loved it. So much fun for, I am a fighter. I have Helen Keller uh, oh. uh, 
working in her garden. This beard was like, well, I don't get it. But Helen Keller was, she was, yeah, she was a fighter. Oh no, I love that. You're catching women like doing things that maybe they're not necessarily known for. Like she's not known for working in her garden, but that's probably where probably times in her garden is where she gathered a lot of her strength. I imagine so. Yeah. yeah. I imagine so. So the book is beautifully designed. Um, It's thank you. Not only has the photos, but it's got quotes and stories. Um, How long, how long did you work on putting it all together? It must've been a process. The first one took me about a year and a half. But it was, a, I, I enjoyed every moment of it. It was such a delight. And finding these photographs and finding out, wow, can I use these? And then the, the expense of licensing these photographs. A lot of them are historical photographs and finding out what was really possible. I was so excited when I found, I can really do this. I can really use this amazing picture of Marilyn Monroe. Wow. Um, so yeah, it took me a good year and a half. I think the most one of, and it was just a journey and my mom was there for it for the, for the first two editions. She passed away uh, two years ago, but she was there really cheering me on and really working on the cover design, the logo that I created. It's a silhouette with all these flowers coming out of I her. I love and that logo design. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Carrie Tillis drew the, uh, Pam Tillis' sister, Carrie Tillis is an artist. She drew the face and then I added all the flowers. Ah. So it was so fun. Um, I really wanted Dolly Parton to be in the book in the worst way, in the best way. And my mom helped me craft a letter to send to her and then it turns out her offices are half a mile from my house so I delivered some galleys to her which is the interior of the book that I'd printed out and and I asked her if she would give me a quote for the book and a photograph for the book and she endorsed the back cover can I read it to you yes please so on the back cover it says I am proud to be a woman and I am proud to be included in this wonderful book of inspirational women. I hope to always be an inspiration, not only to other women, but to the world. God bless you, Mary Sue England. (sighs) Dolly Parton, God blessed me. I can go to heaven now. (laughs) I just got chills. That's so amazing. (laughs) Oh, Mary Sue. Did you just like burst into tears when you read that? Oh, yes. I was so excited. And I give all the credit to her well, she if anybody wonders if dolly is awesome she is more awesome than you realize well and when you get the queen dolly's endorsement that shows you're more awesome than you realize too and oh, i am so thank you proud Marcia. of you i am so proud of you and the work you have been doing with your music and your writing and your speaking um you thank are you. you are just a light i mean everyone that knows you just says the same thing. You're just a light in this world. The world needs more Mary Sue Englands. And so I'm just so grateful that you are choosing to do this good work. Hi, friends. We're taking one more quick break to remind everyone that this podcast is sponsored by God and My Girlfriends Ministries, which is a nonprofit that supports women in all walks of life. Women helping women be everything God created them to be. That's our mission. We have online Bible studies and book clubs, a single mama's ministry, live events and workshops, 
as well as this podcast. If you'd like to support our mission or become involved with any of our programs, feel free to message us on our website, which is www.godandmygirlfriendsonline.com. Or you can find us on one of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're everywhere. So reach out when you can and let us know how we can serve you or maybe someone that you know. And now, back to the conversation. You know, we talk a lot about looking at other women and comparing ourselves to other women sometimes. And that can be inspiring. If you're looking at someone, you're like, oh, that's inspiring. But it also can be, it almost discourages me when I, I was laughing the other day, I said, I had to stop. I was following Joanna Gaines on Instagram and I had to stop following her because she's just too awesome. And every time I, oh. every time I looked at her <laughs> and her perfect children and her perfect house, I felt like a dork. I was like, I can never, no. like, it literally made me feel bad about myself every time I saw it. And so I just went, okay, I'm going to oh. unfollow this because it's not good for my mental health. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Cause I just subscribed to her magazine. <laughs> you know what? No, I mean that at first it was inspiring. It just, it shows more about my mental state than it is about what she's putting out there. But I do tell people sometimes you need to, if you find yourself especially with social media. I think if you find yourself right. seeing whether it's a famous person or not a famous person that you're following, but every time you see them, it makes you feel bad about yourself or something. It's okay to unfollow them. Oh, like you can make those choices sure. and maybe later I'll feel better and I can refollow uh, Miss Joanna. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, oh. we look at the lives of other women, especially icons, you know, and we feel like, our lives may not quite compare. So how can you encourage our listeners today to see that we're all on common ground as women? Oh, well, I would start with the source. Our good, our God, Father God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. Oh. We are created equally. We all have different gifts. Yes. But we are all equally loved by the Lord. We are all children of God. Some gifts look like they're fancier than other gifts, but everybody has one. Everybody, maybe you haven't just haven't discovered it yet, but God loves all of us the same. So I say, zoom out, look at everybody. So I always, I like to do that when my problems feel big. I just like to think about just let's really zoom out here and like what's going on. Let's, let's really look what's going on, but we are created equally. And if anybody thinks that I'm super great, I will just say that I vacuumed up probably a whole sofa's worth of dog hair yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too. I swept up. A whole, I, I had such a pile of hair from Charlie in the, in the floor. Mike just looked at it and said, we could literally make like a toupee out of this. This is ridiculous. How much hair is in our floor? I was like, I know I've been busy taping podcasts. I can't Hello. sleep. You can't do it can't, all. Can't you do cannot it. do it all. But I, I will say that um, in this book, I, well, I prayed about it a lot. God really helped me with this book, but I looked for people who would inspire others to draw strength from yes uh to not feel jealous of but to draw 
strength from here's one from princess diana and there's a photograph of her and her beautiful wedding dress for <sighs> those of us who were kids or whenever how old ever if you ever saw that I, I was a little kid when she is on tv her quote was being a princess isn't all it's cracked up to be so it just kind of gives you a little insight absolutely uh, and i found i think my favorite one is I have Wilma Rudolph. There was a, there's a lyric in this book called I'm a whisper by the fire. Tom wrote that lyric. It's so beautiful. I just, I have to say he wrote it because it's so beautiful and, and I want him to have credit, but I thought, what, what am I going to find for a photograph of a whisper by the fire? What is that going to be? I found a photograph of Wilma Rudolph whispering by the Olympic fire torch <sighs> at the finish line, five-time Olympic champion. And, and Wilma Rudolph fought polio as a child. Oh my gosh. And this is the quote. This is where I will cry. I do it again. Wow. It just, <laughs> I'm, I'm tearing gets up. Me every time. <laughs> I haven't even heard the quote. Yet. <laughs> the quote is, my doctor told me I would never walk again. My mother told me I would. I believed my mother. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that makes me weep. I like that. <laughs> oh, it makes me I've read this book out for like eight, you know, God, crazy. Anyway. But no, just... that is, you know, that's a choice. We have to choose to believe the voices that are, yep. are, are going to serve us and the negative voices are not from God. That's one thing I've learned. It's like, if, if there's a negative voice in your head, that is not how God speaks yep. to us. God doesn't speak to mm -hmm. us in a negative way. He speaks to us in positive, loving tones. And, yes. and we have to choose what we're going to listen to the voices in our lives from people and the voices in our heads. We have, yes. to, we have to make those choices, but that is so powerful. I chose to listen to my mother. Isn't that something that is amazing? Um, I can't believe we're running out of time here. Let me, well, I know. I, let me just did, did you start already. Let me, I know <laughs> it goes by so quick. Um, what do you want your readers to take away from, from the song and from the book? That they are a part of the song and the book. This book is, is them. Mm. There's something in there that is about them. This book is this book and song is to celebrate them. Uh, in, and in fact, the last line of the song is I'm a woman. And in the book, there is a page, there's a whole spread. There's all these amazing women. And then when you get to the end of the book, there's a spread and it says, I'm a woman. And then there's a frame. And that's where you put a photograph of yourself or someone you love. So they know that they are one of these women too. And it's something I wanted uh, women to have who are going through any kind of challenges in their life. This book is, this book celebrates women fighting an illness, women looking for a new direction, women fighting racism, which has been such a big, big thing going on these days, mm -hmm. women fighting sexism, everything. This, this book is, this book is for you. And it's, it's, it's not that I just want to make mass sales. That's not the idea, but I, I, I feel like this book was divinely led to reach out to all women and say, Hey, you got a sisterhood behind you. Yes. 
and all around you and you are part of it. That's what I want women to know. I love that. I know that about you, that you really, your heart behind your music, behind your book, when you speak places, it is strictly about wanting to help other women see their value. And I love that so much. And that's a much needed message for sure. I also want everyone to know that when they buy the book, they also get a bonus surprise, which they get a link to your song too. So they get both, correct? That is correct. And they can download it for free on my website. I'm a woman survivor.com. And I will say when you go to my website, the new edition, which comes out April 27th, comes with a free link to the song. The deluxe edition, which has been out for a couple of years, that actually comes with a CD. If anybody has a CD player, (laughs) if not, it makes a great coaster. It makes a great cheese cutter. Um, sure we can Jeez, think of another cutter, use I hadn't heard that one. <laughs> and, and the deluxe edition is linen with foil embossing on it the the new trade edition is uh it's a color with photographs on the on the cover along with the logo i am so excited so and you, you know choice i also have to say that it's coming out april 27th um everywhere it's on Amazon and all bookstores, right? They can get it all yes. places, but they can get it right from your website. And we, yep. we will link her website. All of that will be in the show notes. So you guys can find that easily. But I think it's pretty uh, good timing that it's coming out right before Mother's Day, because I think it would be an amazing Mother's Day gift. It would also be an amazing, it's also almost like college and high school graduations this would be absolutely amazing book an amazing gift to give to a young woman who's graduating and starting out with life so thank you marshall thank you i love and you don't even have to have a mom my mom is in heaven so she doesn't need a copy so i'm sending a copy to my auntie for mother's day yeah give it to uh anybody that you want uh to celebrate that day, because I think it would be a real source of encouragement and inspiration. And I'm so, I love it. I love the song. I love the book. I love you. And I'm so proud of you. And thank you you for spending some time with us today and encouraging all of us. Thank you, Marsha. I love you too. God bless you. and God bless all of you listeners out there. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks, hon. Talk soon. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Isn't she wonderful? Uh, I have the coolest friends. I really do. You know, the main reason I wanted to start this podcast was to shine the spotlight on my friends and other women around me who were doing such great work and actually putting forth good fruits of the spirit in the world. And Mary Sue is definitely putting forth good, beautiful fruit every day. So make sure you go to her website, which is www.iamawomansurvivor.com and download for free her beautiful song, I Am a Woman. Or better yet, order the book and get the song too. The links will be in our show notes. Thanks again to her and to you listeners for being here with us. And if you're finding this podcast valuable, please do us a huge favor and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It will help us more than you know as we grow our little community and continue to encourage women in their walks of faith, friendship, and self-care. 
I hope you'll join us again next Monday on the God of My Girlfriends podcast. Until then, have a beautiful week.